0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: The world has
0: changed, and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call, and collaborate. To learn more, visit Microsoft.com Teams. The following
2: podcast is a T.J. DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be sent to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. It's time! With Bruce Buffer. And now it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are live!
1: It's Bruce Buffer, Bruce Buffer. It's time. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Lincoln, Nebraska, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about, but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. This is no holes bar On the Paychecks Business Series podcast, host Gene Marks talks with business owners and industry experts about today's top
0: issues. On a recent episode, hear from celebrity entrepreneur Mark Cuban about the challenges
1: and opportunities
0: facing small businesses today.
1: Listen and subscribe at paychex.com slash business series. Hard radio folks we've got a really good show today Lots to cover from the week that was and the week that will be and we're going to start off with a special guest TJ Dillashaw coming off his big championship win Saturday night at USC 227 in Los Angeles let's talk to the man that guides him and walks him along that path on his road to maintaining his championship status none other than Dwayne Ludwig Dwayne how are you
2: Doing good, Mr. Buffer. Good. To talk to you, sir. Thanks for having me on. I love your work. I love what you do. You're
1: awesome, my friend. Uh, thanks, Dwayne. I really appreciate that. You're awesome too. I've always enjoyed you know, you know we've talked before. I've always enjoyed watching you fight, always enjoyed announcing your fights. I'm a kickboxer at heart. We've talked about that before. I know. <laughs> Thank People you, my brother. I used
2: to be a kickboxer. People don't know, but I know.
1: <laughs> you you know, you know that you know the reality of the situation, but the reality of life right now, Dwayne is that T.J. Dillashaw is sitting on the top of the bantamweight MMA mountain. And honestly, as I always am, after Saturday Night's performance, I can't help but think that the label of GOAT, G-O-A-T, greatest of all time in the bantamweight division, is in T.J.'s grasp. And I'm sure you're thinking the same thing.
2: Yes, yeah, sir. That That's that's true. Yeah, that, that that's reality for sure. Who's uh, who's putting on those performances in, in really any division? You
1: know? It's true. But, it's uh, true. Definitely
2: in the bantamweight, it's TJ for sure. And we are in pursuit of becoming the best of all time. Next stop would be the 120 pound title, and then uh, you know pound for pound, and then greatest of all time is the pursuit. So shoot for the stars, land on the moon, right?
1: Exactly. Always, always shoot for the stars, my friend. Now you just mentioned something that needs to be discussed. Henry Cejudo, who I have tremendous respect for. Yes, sir. I have tremendous respect for Henry Cejudo. who has gone from Olympic gold to UFC gold, defeating what many consider to be the greatest pound-for-pound MMA fighter uh, in history, and Demetrius Johnson, who is a great fighter, a great champion, and great in defeat. Great in defeat and humble in defeat. Now, Cejudo mentioned in his interview, that he wants to go up to 135, he wants to tackle both belts. You just mentioned that TJ would go down to 125 and tackle both belts. In a perfect world, how would you like to see this unfold for Henry Cejudo to fight TJ Dillashaw?
2: Well, it's, yeah, it's not really about Henry, it's about what we want to do and who's put in more time, who's got the more street credit, and that's TJ and I to go down to 25 and take that title. Henry doesn't deserve to go up to 35 and challenge TJ. It doesn't work that way. So he just has, uh, as you should, you know, a lot of belief. Maybe a little bit much to belief. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't deserve the right to go up to 35, but we definitely deserve the right to go down to 25. So I would like to see TJ to go down to 25, take that title, and go back up to 35 and defend his title against the winner of Dominic Cruz and Marias I think is a feasible route for everybody.
1: Well, it's a very feasible route. I have no problem with it. I certainly would enjoy it. I know all of us UFC fans, MMA fans, would love to watch it. Question. What does TJ normally work, walk around at, pound-wise? Out of, out, he's out, got out of to season. eat
2: quite a bit and lift to stay heavy to walk around low 50s. Like he's so, not a big 35er. When he weighed in, after he cut weight, he was 133. He had to eat and drink a little bit just to make 35 to be on. on well, he could have weighed in at 33, but... He's not a big 35er. That's what people don't understand.
1: Well, when you talk about 125 and you talk about that weight cut of that extra eight pounds just from the scenario you just mentioned, how difficult, how easy do you see it being a problem? Do you see it being a difficult weight cut? You know how your fighter works.
2: It'll be it'll be tricky, but we have Sam Calavita with us, who is a genius at strength conditioning, diet, and nutrition. So he who is who he's been working with and he should get a lot more credit than I think he is. That guy's been awesome for us. He's got TJ firing on all cylinders. TJ's got a really good crew around him right now. We have a good crew around us with uh, Daryl Christensen, who's has got really good wrestling for MMA. Felipe Dela Monico who is our jiu-jitsu coach out of Gracie Baja and Irvine, and then obviously I have my striking system, which is specifically geared for mixed martial arts. So everything that he is doing right now is geared for mixed martial arts and with people that are obsessed with TJ's development and extracting his full potential. The goal is not to game planet with this guy and that guy. The goal is to keep striving and getting better and improving TJ because TJ is at the top of the heap of martial art evolution among the human species ever. He's the best mixed martial artist to ever walk to earth. And is just continuing to unravel those layers and, and build upon those. Yeah. Um, TJ, we're a part of something very special and great with TJ. And I'm still not quite sure exactly what it is, but I mean, he's, He's partly magical. That guy is a very rare, rare human being.
1: Well, the evolutionary process is working. And when you mention the fact that TJ, uh, it's more on your end of the camp or your end of the decision-making process to go down to 125. I, I have to, you know, I have to agree with you on that only because TJ has such a long reign in and out of the championship, um, you know, status of the division. And obviously, every fighter dreams of holding two titles, which has only been held by uh, two fighters or three fighters, I think, in my if my memory concerns me correct, in the UFC. It's definitely an uh, an achievement and a goal to be made, which is going to bring more money, more status, more GOAT talk, everything possible. So I I actually like that. TJ, what do you think about that? We have another TJ on the line here, Dwayne.
0: Uh, I mean, what what, what, do you ask, yeah. what, what what are you asking
1: me, Buff? What? What's well, I mean, how do you like the scenario? How do you like the scenario of T uh, in a perfect world for Dwayne and his camp for TJ to go from the one thirty five championship down to one twenty five, yeah. fight I, Henry Cejudo and tackle both belts?
0: Well, I think personally, I'm not trying to make any enemies here, but I think Dwayne Ludwig said it right. I mean, it, it's up to Dillashaw. Dillashaw is the defending and reigning bantamweight champion. If he wants to move down yeah. and and fight Henry Cejudo for the one twenty five title, I mean. He has more claim to that than Henry, who's been a champion for just a few days,
1: moving up and vying for the Bantamweight title. So I'm I'm in the camp of uh, Dwayne Ludwig on that. I'm, I'm in it, too, because Henry, uh, as great a performance as he did and as his, his history proven and as good a person he is, he is new to the championship status. So I'm with you, Dwayne. I I, I got to lean with you on that one, Dwayne. The game plan against Cody Garbrandt, okay? Was that a perfect game plan? Is that how you saw it unfolding? Did you expect the fight to end that early?
2: I knew that the fight could end that early. It could have actually ended earlier, you know, or later. Don't want to push, but I want to create our openings. And we knew that that opening was there. That Cody is exposed on his lead side when he throws his rear hook. So. And get him to throw the hook, and we had a couple options off that to counter that, and that was just one of the options that we've been working. So it's nice to see your work come into play and actually reclaim the—you know—not reclaim, but to get the victory again, right? It's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's crazy, you know. It's to you literally get to predict the future. It's just another. Stamp of approval that once you create a goal and work towards it and layer it up and make sure you're on the right track and to see your fruit blossom, it's, uh, it's really rewarding. I'm 100% living vicariously through TJ, and it's, it's an honor and a privilege to do what I should be doing anyway as a sensei. A sensei means history teacher, you know, to learn from those who have come before you, and that's exactly what I'm doing with. What Boss Rutan has taught me and Trevor Women, what they've taught me and carrying those positive lessons forward into my career and now into TJ. So I'm doing what I should be doing is paying the lessons forward, and it's proven to be
1: successful. Well, you had a great uh, mentor in Boss Rutan, one of my good friends, a man who yeah. I always, always listen and believe everything he says. Even if it's just bang, 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 I always believe everything Boss yeah. says. And, and Boss has been very happy. Boss was there Saturday night, and I mentioned to him, Boss, as a honor of you in honor of you in the last two ufcs we have seen liver kicks and liver punches and who's the big practitioner of the liver shot none other than boss rudin so we'll go with that yes, sir, is, yes, the, sir. is the is the liver he loves the liver <laughs> is the beef between tj and cody uh calm down or is it still a beef that will forever be was there any kind of mutual appreciation after the fight, like, hey, we've done this, we've faced down twice, you know, let's just put everything behind us and respect each other? Or is this still a beef ongoing well, Can you talk about that, that? All
2: that beef and drama was, was one-sided, right? They just kept attacking us nonstop. So I guess that's questions for them. We've done what we should do, and we minded our business, right? We stayed in the dojo and trained and training got better and continued to improve and enjoy life while they just continued to peek over the fence and point fingers. So uh, I guess that's a question for them. We just choose to, you know, learn and grow and move on, right? And that's uh, what we're doing with the lineage of our system. Again, taking Boston information and paying it forward to me and then to TJ and just minding our business. And I think that's a lesson to be learned. I mean, taking the, the first fight TJ had with Cody. During the fight, their corner is telling Cody, rather than coaching Cody, they're telling him, "He's TJ's only got a right hand, he's only got a right hand. So even during the fight, they're focused on us. Like, guys, you need to mind your business and focus on your fighter. So they keep telling him, you know, TJ only has the right hand. What does that make him do? It makes him protect his left side, which leaves him open on the other side. So it's like right. they're coaching against him because we heard that and we're able to take advantage of that. So it's just another, uh, you know, proof in the pudding, mind your business, right? Do what you should be doing to become successful. Rather than uh, peeking over the fence, looking in your neighbor's yard. So hopefully the beats are squashed. Uh, I guess that's again a question for them. But for us, we just uh, continue to learn and grow.
1: Smart. Very smart. That attitude, that outlook is why you're as good as you are training the people, looking over your fighters as well and as great as you do, Dwayne. Excellent attitude. Keep that solid. Dwayne, my my pleasure, sir. You were in, uh, in, in Colorado when I was announcing Saturday night, I announced Aspen Camp. California. Tell us about the move and where is Aspen camp, California?
2: Aspen camp. I'm not sure.
1: I, uh, no, the, the, when they said, uh, said fighting well, out. He of...
2: lived in Colorado and he trains me at, at my academy you know, my dojo led with martial arts, but then he's been doing his camp in uh, Anaheim at the training lab. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Is that All the right. Questions?
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's good for him to, Oh yeah. be good. It's good for him to, uh, you know, get away and clear the mind and uh, you know, when we're in Colorado, we work on a slower pace. We learn and grow here. When we are in California, it's time to go. So it's uh, learn and grow in California. is time to go. How about that nice little tricky thing to say?
1: It's uh, <laughs> okay. I
2: like that. You know, California. There's a lot of there's a lot of people and there's a lot of TJ needs to be there. That's where he's he's most happy. And he's from California. He's a California guy, man. And, and uh, that's just where he thrives. And for him to sit back and enjoy life, you know, it's Colorado, and it's worked out and proved to be, you know, a good choice for us. And uh, you know, I'll dedicate my time to travel back and forth for for TJ. You know, he's special. It's not I can't travel for everybody. I'm not going to travel for everybody. I'm not going to travel really for anybody but TJ. And my and my, you know, my my goal is to take care of you know me, my family, my business, and, and, and TJ. You know, that's, that's, that's all I really focus on.
1: Perfect. Love it. Love the attitude. All right, Dwayne, I'm going to let you go. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Anything that uh, you want to share with the audience? Uh, I'd like now? to
2: thank you for having me on, So I'd like to do your, your podcast more, if that's possible. I love talking to you, and i love to break down martial arts. And uh, i like to thank GLC2000, a longtime sponsor of mine, been back to 2002, On It Supplements, Scented Boss Ruten, of course, UFC, TJ. Uh, I love all the fans. And, guys, go check out my website, bangwiltai.com. I have a whole bunch of drills and skills on there broken down for everyone to uh, learn and grow
1: from. Fantastic. Always an honor to have you on, and I wish you all the best. Yes, Please give TJ my best. Let him know that I'm always in his corner, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where he goes from this point forward. So, oos, and thank you so much, oops. Dwayne.
2: appreciate
1: that, sir. Yes, sir. Have a good day. Take care. Right. Cheers, my friend. Thank you. Look at that. Dwayne Ludwig. son out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, one thing about Dwayne, he's always – there's two points in life, point A to point B, and Dwayne's always a direct line. Right. He's just straight answer to a straight question, and uh, let's face it, he does a great job, as has been proven Saturday night. We'll see what the future holds. I'm very excited about the fact of seeing TJ go down to 125 to fight Henry Cejudo and try to capture that second belt. It's pretty awesome achievement if he can do it. So let's move on. I think it's time for the news. Yeah, and uh, what's
0: going on in the world today, Mr. Buffer?
1: Ah, uh, there's a lot. There is a lot. So, uh, with this being said, let's touch a let's let let's just touch a little more um, on a little UFC stuff here, just for a second. So, basically, I thought Saturday night was a star-studded crowd at Staples Center in Los Angeles. The fights all delivered. The fighters put their blood, sweat, and tears on the line. There was not a boring moment. That the the night was set off. Uh, From the first three pay-per-view, or excuse me, prelims on Fight Pass that were just off the hook all the way to the end. So I just want to thank everybody um, for what they did on Saturday night to bring the entertainment value Uh, that was star-studded. Got to meet Chris Pratt. I got to tell you something, TJ. I've watched Jurassic Park. I've watched uh, The Magnificent Seven. I've watched a lot of Chris Pratt. I never had any idea how big this guy is. Uh, He towered over me, TJ. I'm going to call Chris Pratt at about 6'2". 6'3", I'd say Mm -hmm. Mm 6'2", built
0: like a wrestler, right? He's lost a lot of weight, too, from when he uh, was on that NBC show.
1: Yeah, he's lost a lot of weight, but he's working at getting in shape. He's in incredible shape, from what I can see. Nicest, one of the nicest down-to-earth celebrities I personally have met for the time that I got to talk to him. Big UFC fan. And I got to tell you, he's probably weighing in at 230. I'm serious. Big, big, I had no idea. He's a Uh, brick-ass house. Yeah, (laughs) Exactly. But um, Anthony Kiedis, Red Hot Chili Peppers was there, always there from the very first fight to the very last fight. Matt Damon was there. Greg Kinnear was there. uh, A host of other celebrities, fighting celebrities, sports stars. It was a big night in L.A., and it all delivered. So kudos to everybody. Now, another thing that just came out, Now I mentioned this before. Um, well, first off, let's talk about the fact that UFC 229, October 6th in Las Vegas. They made the Khabib versus McGregor fight. They showed the first promo at the event. Um, TJ, on the thoughts, your initial feeling on Khabib and McGregor. Do you have a comment on this fight? Do you see, Can you actually say at this point, two months before, who you think is going to win that fight?
0: I mean, I think the hands-down favorite stylistically is Khabib Nurmagomedov. But with that said, Conor McGregor... Continues to exceed expectations, and I would predict that Connor will probably close as the betting favorite uh, or very close to even money. Um, I like Nurmagomedov based on his style in the, in the way that he uh, will, will fight Connor. We still haven't really seen Connor deal with someone that can take him down repeatedly, hold him there, and, and kind of bully him. Um, I'm not saying that Habib will do it uh, without question. Um, Habib is a guy that does get hit, does get hurt sometimes. On the inside, uh, but Connor has to avoid the clinch. Uh, I'm I'm with Joe Rogan on this right now. I just hope it happens, man. Like we're uh, you you talk about you know the 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 distance between point A and point B. uh, You know, there's no geometry here. There's no straight line, curved line. There's just time, and every day that goes by, we're one day closer. As long as I don't hear anything, no news is good news. You know what I'm saying? I want Connor to be healthy. I want Habib to be healthy. I don't want anything to get in the way. Let's. If I had a DeLorean, I'd jump in it and, and we'd get there faster,
1: but uh, we got to wait. Well, you know, one comment I read on the internet is somebody commented uh, out Khabib that he has porcelain joints, right? Uh, which obviously means that his joints can get hurt. Is that what his injuries have been mostly? Ankle, elbow, yeah, whatever? Yeah, 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 yep. Well, he's a grappler, you know, and a grappler right. extraordinaire. And that's what that's. I think and, every grappler has, right. has joint mean, issues.
0: To, to be an extraordinaire in anything, you've got to put in. Time and work. And, uh, I mean, we just talked to Dwayne Ludwig. You think Dwayne Ludwig's 100% healthy? Absolutely not. And this guy doesn't even actively fight. Uh, and I'm sure he's not, you know, healthy. So, uh, someone with the, uh, record and, and time put in like Habib, yeah, injuries are going to happen, which, which again is why I'm saying I, I hope we get there and I hope everyone's healthy and I hope nothing, nothing gets in the way of this.
1: I hope so too. And time will tell. We will see now a little bit of, uh, Whether this means anything or not, you know, that KSI uh, Logan Paul uh, boxing match that Michael Buffer is announcing is August 25th. Now being more relevant on the social media and everything, Logan Paul has announced that after he takes care of KSI Uh he has a message for Dana White, bring on CM Punk. Why is everybody calling out CM Punk? We know the answer. CM Punk is not going to be in the octagon again. We already know that. I'm sure that's the case. All respect to C M Punk for for doing what he did to stand up and put his blood, sweat, and tears on the line. So nobody can criticize him because they haven't done what he did. So I don't want to hear any criticism. But now we've got an issue here where Logan Paul and his brother Jake Paul, they see themselves having careers in the UFC. I wonder if that would re- Let's see what the uh, let's see what the numbers are in the pay per view buys for the fourteen to eighteen year olds are going to watch this KSI boxing match that he's going to do, and let's see where it comes. Now, uh, Hardy last night, the NFL. Uh, what is his name again? Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, seventeen second knockout. Right. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I
0: heard about it. Um, yeah. I mean, he's doing what they thought he might be able to do.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Well, we'll see what's up. The NFL players coming in. I know in that uh, World Bear Boxle, Bear Bo- World Bare Knuckle Boxing Fighting Federation uh, that's having an event on October the twentieth. You know they signed they signed Sean Merriman from the San Diego Chargers to fight bare knuckle. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. That's the one that's got Chris Lieben and Phil Baroni in it too. So we we'll, not
0: interested. Sorry, not interested.
1: Yeah, you know, but you know, it's got an audience. We'll see what happens. It's obviously not a sanctioned event. So no, it that is.
0: Being, it's sanctioned.
1: How is it sanctioned? It's in, state, it, it, nope. state of Wyoming. State of Wyoming. Yep. But that's not relative to the Nevada State Athletic Commission. And no. Commission.
0: Yes, it's the Wyoming Athletic Commission. Really? Sanction it. Yep.
1: So does that mean that that if they sanctioned it, does that mean that it would be sanctioned in no. Las Vegas? No. No, it's just they sanctioned. Not not all boxing commissions are created equal. Got it. Enough said. Enough said. All right, let's get into some news. I don't like this. I'm going to go over some negative and positive stories. But uh, last weekend in Chicago, you know, which is just going through shootings, and sh- 66 people were shot, including 12 who died, 66 shootings in one weekend. Wow, it's horrible.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't I don't understand I, it, man. That's That's too bad.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, there were 33 shooting incidents, right? Sixty-six people shot, which basically two people per incident. Fourteen juveniles, two 17-year-olds were killed. Horrible. Um, Whether it's gang-related or otherwise, I just hope and pray that someday this can be taken care of and and just made much, much less. Let's just put it that way. Going on to another situation of devastation, the fire in California now is ranked at the second worst fire as of recent news in California history. People have died. Uh, hundreds, if not close to a 1,000 structures have been, you know, taken down. Uh, 145,000 acres has gone in blaze. It's seven people. Seven people have died as of this moment. Now, TJ, they found out that a flat tire started this fire. How Are you wear this? How does that work? I don't know how they found it out. But on one road near Redding, California, they claim that when a tire failed last month on a trailer, its rim scraped the asphalt, which created the sparks, which created the fire uh, from the dry brush.
0: I get it. Wow.
1: Horrible. Yeah.
0: Uh, There's a fire down by where I live um, in the Orange County and uh, Riverside County line and uh, i woke up this morning and it looked like uh, the apocalypse was taking place
1: Oh and i know that look i know exactly what you're looking at is it's yeah i know it i've seen it too many times in my life um you know i respect and uh i respect our president of the united states and respect that he is the president of the united states but there's some things that are being said i have to bring up and i'm not saying, like Sammy, the way she talks about President Trump or whatever. But it kind of bothered me when recently uh, Trump accused California of causing wildfires by diverting water to the Pacific, uh, making other statements about tree clearing. But not once during the entire statement made was there compassion shown to the statements we just made about the people that have died and the structures. So I would like to see that a little bit more. I think his what he's talking about and the diverting of water. I think he ought to think a little more about the actual facts of what is done in that situation. I would
0: would maybe get some
1: facts before you
0: start talking.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get some facts before you start talking. And also, too, there hasn't been one complaint publicized by the fire department that they have lack of water. Okay, they're just trying to get this thing under control. That's number one. Another statement that was made last week, I have a problem with. LeBron James, okay, did you read about what LeBron James has done for the educational... um, Oh, we've talked about it in the past on the show. We talked about it last week. But then he's sitting down talking with Don Lemon, who President Trump does not like, and has stated that many times as he doesn't like other people in the media that basically say anything against or about him in a derogatory fashion. But he tweeted during this interview, and this is LeBron James who did what we discussed. He's putting together an educational process to help young children in Akron, Ohio. Okay. I haven't seen anybody else do this. The fact is he's doing what he can do. And the president tweeted, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. He made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. And then he ended it with, I like Mike, meaning Michael Jordan. Is there really a reason to say that when the man is taking his own efforts whether taxpayers' monies will be involved or not, to further the education of young children in this country.
0: Well, here's my question.
1: If Donald Trump hates Don Lemon, why was he watching CNN? <laughs> That's always the question, right? Because he comments and he watches. I, well, they weren't I,
0: talking about him, so,
1: I mean, why, why are you watching? I I gotcha. I understand. And then Michael Jordan After he said he likes Mike, Michael Jordan put out through his spokeswoman, I support LeBron James. He's doing an amazing job for his community. And I like Mike also. How's that? You know? And then the other thing is, is that Melania Trump, the first lady, is siding with LeBron James over the statement that her husband made. You know? I guess there's a time and a place for everything, but then it also comes down to, and even maybe as the as the president of the United States in a situation like this, when you're furthering the education of children, which is an important role for all of us to support and do whatever we can for the future of our society in this country as well as other countries, if you don't have something nice to say about it, just don't say anything. You know?
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I really don't understand why that statement was made
1: or needed to be made or you know, go do yeah, something else. There's plenty of other things he can occupy himself with. Yeah, there's plenty of things. I mean, how about just uh, – what's another thing? I don't know. Four maybe t-
0: maybe send FEMA out here to help the California wildfire people, you know?
1: Uh, yeah, or maybe fix uh, the water situation in certain cities, which is still ongoing and is a, is a serious crisis, on and on and on. Anyway, you got the picture. I had to make the comment. I don't normally comment in this area, but I was just taking it back by these two statements. Here's a weird one for you, TJ. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is crazy. A New Jersey superintendent resigns. You know why he resigned? Why? He was accused of publicly defecating on a local high school track and football field. But why? Because obviously that's his thing. He was arrested in May and accused of defecating that, on the that home That can be jail- a thing? People do that well, for a thing? I Maybe if Sammy was on, she would call it a fetish. Call, why the heck? Do you have? You know, there's a bathroom near the near the track. You know it. There's got to be. Okay? I mean,
0: I'm I'm never gonna get mad at someone when they're in a real sticky situation and it's like I gotta go pee right now. You know what I mean? I've been there. I've been that guy. All right, but to I mean, defecating. We're on the same page. That means that that's number two, right? Yes. Yeah. That that's,
1: dude. What are you doing? Well, it's it seems like it's happened more than once. Okay, his name is uh, Trimagolini. His alleged activities, they came, they came to focus early this year after the staff at, at Homedale High School. This high school, told a school resource officer, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not laughing, but I just can't believe this, that they were finding human feces at or near the track and football field on a daily basis. The man was making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, very healthy salary. I'm happy to hear, see that you know school officials are paid decently, as I hope and pray the teachers are. But now that he's unemployed, he's got to focus on uh, defending himself in court. You know, again, legacies. Okay, you know, again, this is an accusation of repeatedly pooping on the track and football field. I've never heard a story like this. That's weird. That it, is. It's weird. beyond weird. Weird. I, really. It doesn't make sense. Well. Now, another story that came out, I find this cute in no way. Two elderly German men went missing from their nursing home, which the nursing home discovered around 3 a.m. Their beds were empty. They couldn't find out what was happening. Okay. They finally found them. And good for these guys, okay, in the way they did it. They made their way 16 miles from the, from the home they were living at to spend uh, time at a day-long heavy metal festival and enjoying the music. And that's where they were found. And then they were taken back to their to the place where they live. They were placed in a taxi and sent home. But you know what? If they're elderly and you know they're thinking back to their youth and they're healthy enough to get out of there and listen to some music, I kind of think, hey, if you broke out or you escaped or whatever the term is from your elderly home and you got to go spend time and feeling like you're a kid again, more power to you. As long as you didn't get hurt, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, sometimes you just got to rock, man. Exactly. Apple. Apple has now reached officially. I hope I get this right. <sighs> Look on the thing I sent you. What is that number? Is that a hundred trillion dollars? Is that one gazillion dollars? How do I say that? Uh, it's like, yeah. I mean, I,
0: I, I think that's a trillion. A oh, one trillion. It, it yeah. is
1: now crossed. 1 trillion dollars the shares went up to $207 a share it's up like 20 it's one of the best stocks you can still buy i, I invested in it early this year when i when i saw that they were doing well but now they value apple at 1.3 trillion dollars that's amazing it's absolutely amazing what an accomplishment all right some foods to avoid i got to go over this for our listeners all right avoid these foods there's been a lot of recalls been a lot of outbreaks of salmonella other issues that come from tainted foods. I'm going to tell you the foods that are causing problems, and the recalls are due to potential illnesses that are occurring, uh, food poisoning from bacteria, uh, undercooked poultry, all this kind of stuff. So here, 3,000 locations in 14 states. They're trying to contain an outbreak of what they call cyclospora illness. The one to stay away from in those states is McDonald's salads, okay, the parasite in the salads is because of intestinal illnesses. That's one of the ones. Salads and wraps. Okay, again, we're getting back to McDonald's, but when you go to stores like Kroger, Trader Joe's, Walgreens, okay, these wraps are distributed by a company called Cato Foods. For now, watch out for salads and wraps that are pre-made. Now, you know those vegetable trays you see in the store that have like the vegetables, little dipping sauce, whatever? That's another issue. That's another one. Pasta salads, prepackaged is another one raw turkey salmonella has hit 90 illnesses that have been linked to raw turkey products cereal wise do you eat honey smack cereal by kellogg no that's another one all right toss out the boxes outbreak of salmonella left 100 people sick in 33 states swiss rolls here's one a big one i don't eat these anymore but i used to love them Ritz cracker sandwiches and when Rupert and Kristen and Henry get back from their vacation in Hawaii, where they're at right now, Rupert is a big practitioner of eating goldfish crackers. Goldfish crackers are now recalled for varieties. Um, there's an issue there, too. No one else has been reported, but they're recalling the goldfish crackers. And Hungry Man Chipotle barbecue sauces, if that's your thing, and then prepackaged turkey and Swiss sandwiches and imported crab meat. There's your list of things. Take note of it, folks. There's plenty of other things to eat until these things come under um, proper care and back to normal. Another big story. You know I announced Homestead Speedway's NASCAR race, which is the final championship NASCAR race uh, on the NASCAR circuit, introducing the uh, drivers and all, which I think is November 18th, and I'll be in Miami Homestead, Miami Speedway doing this. The CEO and chairman of NASCAR, one of the most powerful men in sports, was arrested for a DUI in the Hamptons and also in possession of OxyContin. 56-year-old. One of the most powerful. Bang. Ouch. We'll see what happens there. Can't say much more. His name is Brian France. Um, He was dropping names, they said, when he was arrested, even mentioning his relationship with powerful people, including President Donald Trump. Well, that doesn't work, my friend. DUI is a DUI. So there we go. Now, baseball. These huge contracts that they put out, which are in many cases you probably know better than me, guaranteed in the world of baseball. Are you familiar with the player Chris Davis, yeah, the we, Baltimore Orioles? Yeah, we, we talked
0: about him um, when Anik was
1: on last. Uh, huge deal, okay. and is really underwhelmed. Well, now it's come down. His batting average is one sixty one point one six one. Okay, mm-hmm. it is considered to be. How do they put this? It's under the Mendoza line. It's uh, it's probably the worst batting average ever. No, but well, the, n- no, there's got to, there's got to be worse. P- there's got to. P- well, worse. pitchers are worse than that. Uh,
0: from a position player and someone, I mean, the Mendoza line is is 200. If you're batting above 200, you're not failing miserable, uh, miserably. If you are under 200, you're not doing well for a position player, especially one of Chris Davis's stature and the multi-million dollar deal that he got. Ridiculous.
1: Well. CNN is reporting it as the worst season in MLB history. they're claiming it to be the worst season in MLB history that means that 161 if I'm reading this correctly, that painful number is the worst recorded now I'm not it's not fun though, of the, Bruce. I, I'm with you I'm only telling you what they said
0: but but you' you're stating fact
1: again 161 is not the lowest batting average ever recorded in the season okay it's not I'm looking to you for help on this. I'm not, I I, I'm not an analysis or an analyst for baseball. Me neither.
0: But uh, hang on. I mean, let me just type in worst batting average.
1: Yeah, let's see what it comes. And
0: and also, too, like there's still two full months of the season left.
1: Yeah, I hope hope he gets back. I I, listen. I wish the guy the best. He's not going to. Well, do what he can. Twenty-one million is a lot of money.
0: Single season batting average. Uh, see here. Loading, uh, lowest batting averages since 1920. Uh, let's see here. Well, I guess maybe it is uh, w- 179. There you go. Um, but again, like we're not the game. We're is, not done. The, the, the season's
1: not, not over yet. There's two months left. Okay, let's hope he. Let's hope he doesn't end with his beautiful 21 million dollar contract. My lucky number. Let's hope he doesn't end with the worst in history. So. Man, get out there and hit the batting cages every night. <laughs> get, that, get that average up, buddy. I wish you all the best. All right, big news. Maybe not big news for some, maybe big news for other. Basically the statement that something for everyone. But this season, the NFL is going to now uh, see history made. The Los Angeles Rams and the New Orleans Saints will have male cheerleaders dancing on their squads for the very first time on the sidelines. So male cheerleaders are now entering the world of the NFL cheerleader squads. Fine. I got no problem with that. When you look at high schools and colleges and the cheerleader squads, there's always males on those cheerleading squads. So good for them. And like I said, something for everybody. Got any problem with that at all, TJ? I
0: don't know why I would have a problem with that.
1: No, I think it's fine. I think it's great.
0: Uh, Now now you got me going down the rabbit hole of – of worst batting averages ever. Apparently, <laughs> okay. Someone, where are we at? <laughs> someone in uh, 1909 batted 139.
1: Okay, they don't have a name.
0: Uh, I'm trying to find it here. Hold on. Is a catcher? Uh,
1: Hopefully, it wasn't his Swag.
0: No, no, no,
1: no. Come on now. I'm joking. Uh, whats for, valuable uh, baseball. Bill partner? Bergen.
0: Oh. Bill Bergen was his name. Batted 139. Uh, in 1914, Huey Miller batted 222. I mean, yeah. So, like, again, what what I'm saying is like the Mendoza line is the one that you sort of need to keep your eye out on, and then yeah. that's batting above or under 200. If you're under 200, you're doing real bad. Um, Chris Davis hasn't been designated for assignment yet because of his record or, or because of his contract, and I don't know. People in Baltimore, I mean. He might want to get out of that town before the people make him get out of that town.
1: Well, time will tell, as in two months. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um, collectibles. A little collectible talk before we sign off on the show. There's an auction going off now, which has to do with the uh, Hollywood memorabilia auction. And uh, some of these props that are going in for sale are some big money, and I'm sure you're going to recognize them when I tell you. So let me just give you a few of them. Han Solo's jacket from Star Wars. It's expected to fetch up to one point three million dollars. The wow. jack. That wow. brown jack. Marty uh, Indiana Jones, the Fedora, which was worn by the same gentleman, the same actor, of course, um, Harrison Ford. Uh the original Fedora expected to fetch up to three hundred ninety seven thousand dollars. Marty McFly's hoverboard, which has come hover, to, hover. Ho- hover, hover. What hover. Is it? hover, 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 uh,
0: hover, hover, hover. Hover. You hover. You don't you don't hover over water.
1: What you do when you're going to Chick-fil-A. Just kidding. Okay, so <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is what you called it. I know, I know. Chick-fil-A, right? Love you, Buff. Thank you so much. And I'm always willing to to uh, observe and acknowledge my mistakes. <clears throat> so anyway, the board. Make it easy. $66,000, the prop that was used in the movie. Uh, Jumanji, the original movie, the board game, expected to pitch up to 13000 the Edward Scissorhands costume, up to 105000 All in toll, everything being in this auction is going to fetch probably $4.6 Now, you know I'm a big collector of Hollywood memorabilia, mostly classic vintage movie posters and all. Again, this is one of those areas of collecting. These are gold bricks. They follow the economic system of supply and demand. It's very interesting to see the, how these go. Now, all these figures I just mentioned, chances are they will sell for more than the figures they expect to meet. So pretty cool. Pretty, cool. I like it. You know, since I did that uh, private uh, recording for Stepe and Ryan uh, Miocic's uh, birth of their new baby boy, and then they put it out in public, T.G., I'm getting – you know, I get I get baby requests all the time for the birth of babies, right? Right. Along with the weddings, the birthdays, and the business recordings that we do all the time at Buffer Enterprises. Now I'm getting recordings for pre-birth, requests to make announcements that their baby is going to be born in three months or two months. Which is pretty cool. You know what? If you want an original like that, you send them in through BruceBuffer.com. Kristen and I will try to accommodate you with whatever your requests are. So thank you again for that. Something I truly enjoy. TJ, what's up with you? Anything to tell the world before we go?
0: Uh, I mean, on the, on the recording front, my wife wants me to get you to say it's bedtime because uh, that'd be cute. But, um, you want me, to do it now? No, it now, no, please? no. We'll do it some other time. All right. Uh, what do I got Wait, wait, wait.
1: On? Slow down a second. What? Slow down a second. It's bedtime meaning... So all you go to bed, or is bedtime meaning some excitement for TJ? No,
0: for Oliver. Go to bed. you got oh, school in the Oliver. morning.
1: Jeez, come on now. Well, I could send him my original recording from my app, you know, get your ass in bed now. No, that wouldn't work No, that sure. wouldn't be good. That, that wouldn't, wouldn't be good. good. That no, be
0: good. no. Um, it was announced yesterday on September 15th. I will be uh, providing play-by-play for MMA Pro League, which takes place in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, I'll be on the call with Pat Miletic. So that's pretty exciting.
1: Oh, that's very exciting. You know, Pat's a great guy to work with and an excellent commentator. That's really, congratulations, TJ.
0: The first time he ever called uh, a fight was in 2007, and I was in the booth with him on that night. So uh, a little bit of a full circle moment for me.
1: So it sounds like kismet. It's all working out.
0: Something like that. It'll be fun to work with Pat. I mean, it's been a decade, and uh, I lost a bunch of weight and a lot of hair. It'll, it'll be a completely different uh, picture altogether.
1: Oh, that's great. That's great. Give my best to Pat. We'll be talking. Yeah, one of my one of my favorites of all time. A lot of history with Pat Militich, that's for sure. All right, uh, I've got like four weeks off. We've got uh, the UFC coming up at the end of the month in Lincoln, Nebraska. I, everybody's, you know, not everybody. Rather, I'm receiving tweets and from people and uh, emails wondering if I'll be there. I am sorry to tell you that no, I will not be announcing in Lincoln, Nebraska. I would be back in the octagon for Dallas come the beginning of September, and of course the big big show in Moscow, which I'm very much looking forward to going to. Uh, With that being said, TJ, I'm going to sign off. And everybody, uh, TJ, where do they follow you on Instagram and Twitter, please? At TJ DeSantis. There you go. makes it easy. Me, Instagram, at Bruce Buffer UFC, Twitter, at Bruce Buffer. And with that being said, everybody, treat everybody around you with respect. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Set your goals. Write them down. Educate yourself and learn about them before you set on that path. And once you set on that path... Just be the best you can be because that's all we can do in life. Be the best you can be. That's setting out to win, and it's always time to win, which is what we're all about on this time radio. So have a great week, everybody. We'll be back next week, hopefully with a very special guest. And with that being said, I'm going to relax this weekend and now buffer out. Cheers. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries
2: can be directed to DeSantisProd at gmail.com.